Welcome to History of College Football Podcast. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we will discuss the college football history of the UTEP Miners. This program has a bizarre history, with singular stories of both rags and riches. One coach with, statistically speaking, four of the five best seasons in the program history. One coach who developed a passing machine, one turning point, one stunning loss to derail an undefeated untied season, one offensive meltdown to derail an undefeated season, one powerhouse in the 30s, one passing explosion in the 60s, one offensive machine in the 80s, one quarterback who rewrote the school's record book, one triple threat quarterback, one record-setting running back, one battle of I-10, the greatest six consecutive throws in college football history, the greatest fourth quarter passing performance in college football history, one futile season, Pater Pete, and of course one Burrow. First season, 1914. National Championship, zero. Heisman Trophy winner, zero. Best coach, Max Saxon. 1929-1941, 66 wins, 43 losses, and 9 ties, and won 59.7% of his games. UTEP has never had an undefeated team in its history, unless you consider the one-game season of 1917 where they tied Texas El Paso High School 0-0. But they had five one-loss teams. Coach Saxon's version of the Miners accounted for four of them. Coach Saxon took over a minor program that went 8-10-3 the previous three seasons and immediately made the Miners into a powerhouse. In his first three seasons as head coach, from 1929 to 1931, the Miners went 6-1-2, 7-1-1, and 7-1. In 1936, he took the Miners to their first bowl game, the Sun Bowl, after compiling a 5-3-1 record. Then in 1937, they went 7-1-2. In 13 years, his Miners only had two losing seasons. But special attention must be paid to one other coach, Bobby Dobbs, 1965-1972, 42 wins, 38 losses, and 2 ties, and won 52.4% of his games. In the seven seasons prior to Coach Dobbs' arrival at UTEP, the Miners did not have a winning season. The year before he was hired, the team didn't win a game, going 0-8-2. Enter Coach Dobbs. Coach Dobbs' version of the Miners were a passing machine that exploded onto the college football landscape. In 1965, in his first season as head coach, in his first game, his Miners set an NCAA record of 634 passing yards, in a 61-15 defeat of North Texas. That season, Coach Dobbs Miners finished number two in the nation in passing, 321.1 yards per game. In 1966, in his second season, they finished number eight in passing. In 1967, they finished number one, and in 1968, number three. Along the way, Coach Dobbs' team set numerous school passing records. That included passing yards per game, passing touchdowns per game, single-season points, and single-season touchdowns. Most stunning win. UTEP 20, Utah 19, November 13, 1965. UTEP then called Texas Western, entered the game 4-3. and three. Utah was 3-5. and five. Speedster Bob Wallace started off the scoring, fielding a punt at his own 11 and returning it to the house. The 89-yard punt return gave the Miners a 7-0 lead. Utah then scored 19 unanswered points to jump down to a 19-7 lead. UTEP cut the score to 19-13. In the fourth quarter, here's what happened. A Utah drive down to the 8-yard line was stuffed, and there was 24 seconds remaining. The Utes faced fourth down, and instead of kicking a field goal to secure a 22-13 lead with under 20 seconds left in the game, Utah went for it. The Miners stuffed the play, and now the Miners had the ball back on downs. With one play left in the game, down 19-13, and pinned at their own 8-yard line, quarterback Billy Stevens threw a 92-yard touchdown pass to Bob Wallace on the last play of the game to secure the stunning victory. The play was preserved in time as Tom Leah, an artist from El Paso, painted a canvas called The Turning Point. 
Why is it called a turning point? Well, probably there's a dual meaning here. The game certainly did turn on the last play, but the play itself also marked a turning point in the history of the program. In Coach Bobby Dobbs' first season, the Miners had gone on to win their last three games of the season, including the Sun Bowl, and just begin their passing attack for the 1960s that took the college football world by storm. Most stunning loss. Harden-Simmons 45, UTEP 0, October 17, 1931. In Coach Max Saxon's third season, Coach Saxon's version of the Miners came the closest in UTEP history to an undefeated untied season. Then called Texas Mines, they entered the game 1-0. Harden Simmons was 2-2. Two two. Harden Simmons, who would go on to finish the season 6-5 and five and suffer four shutouts themselves, shut out UTEP 45 to nothing to secure that the undefeated season was not to be as the Miners finished 7-1. and one. But attention must be paid to one other game, New Mexico State 14, UTEP 0, September 24th, 1937. In Coach Max Saxon's ninth season, Coach Saxon's Miners went 7-1-2. In the final game of the season, the Miners suffered their only loss to New Mexico State, who themselves would go on to finish 7-2. The Aggies held the Miners to two first downs and intercepted four passes to ensure that the undefeated season was not to be. Best team. There was the 1930 Texas Mine Miners, 7-1-1. In Coach Max Saxon's second season, Coach Saxon's version of the Miners only lost one game and tied once, shutting out three teams and only allowed one team to score more than 12 points. There was the 1937 Texas Mine Miners 7-1-2. In Coach Max Saxon's ninth season, Coach Saxon's version of the Miners' only loss was the 14-0 loss to New Mexico State that we discussed earlier. They were ninth in the nation in scoring. There was the 1965 UTEP Miners 8-3. Coach Dobbs' version of the Miners were fifth in the nation in scoring, 30.4 points per game and second in passing, 321.1 yards per game. They would go on to earn a berth in the Sun Bowl where they defeated TCU 13-12. There was the 1967 UTEP Miners, 7-2-1. Coach Dobbs' version of the Miners led the nation in scoring, 35.9 points per game. Led the nation in passing, 301.1 yards per game. They would go on to earn a berth in the Sun Bowl, where they defeated Ole Miss 14-7. And then there was the 1988 UTEP Miners, 10-3. Coach Bob Stull's version of the Miners were an offensive machine. They were number 9 in scoring, 35.6 points per game. In the regular season, only once were they held under 27 points. The Miners would go on to earn a berth in the Independence Bowl, where they lost to Southern Mississippi, 38-18. But we give the nod to the 1931 Texas Mine Miners, 7-1. In Coach Max Saxon's third season, Coach Saxon's version of the Miners came the closest to an undefeated, untied season in UTEP's program history. Then they were called Texas Mines. This team never allowed a team to score more than 12 points against them all season, except for that 45-0 loss to Harden-Simmons we discussed earlier. Best player, quarterback Billy Stevens, 1965-1967. Billy Stevens led the Miners to two Sun Bowls, winning both, 13-12 over TCU in 1965 and 14-7 over Mississippi in 1967. And in each game, Stevens was the Sun Bowls MVP. In his career at UTEP, Billy Stevens set most of UTEP's passing records, as well as setting NCAA records for passing yards, 6,693, and touchdowns, 52. Billy Stevens was a two-time All-American. But attention must be paid to two other players. Quarterback, kickoff returner, punt returner Ken Heineman, 1937-1939. Ken Heineman could do it all. In 1937, in a 53-13 defeat of Arizona State Flagstaff, he set school record for all-purpose yards. In the second and third quarter alone, he completed 14 out of 17 passes for three touchdowns, rushed for two touchdowns, and had a 93-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. 
that same season in a 34-7 defeat over St. Edwards, Heineman led the Miners to four touchdown drives and had a 56-yard punt return for a touchdown. Ken Heineman was a three-time All-American. And then there was running back and punter Fred Wendt, 1942, 1946, 1948. Running back Fred Wendt set an NCAA record for rushing yards in a season, 1,570, scoring in a season, 152 points, and single game scoring, 42 points. Against New Mexico State in 1948, he set school records for rushing yards in a game, 326, and rushing touchdowns, 6. He set a school record for career rushing yards per attempt, 7.6 yards per carry. Went was also the minus leading punter for three seasons. Rival, New Mexico State Aggies. The team, separated by 45 miles along the interstate, first played in 1914. It was UTEP's second game ever. New Mexico State won 19 to nothing. The rivalry is called the Battle of I-10, the stretch of highway connecting the two schools. In 1948, UTEP defeated New Mexico State 92-7, scoring 14 touchdowns and rushing for 645 yards. The 1998 and 1999 games set school attendance records for each school. Hullabaloo won. The Incomparable Brooks Dawson, Part 1. On October 21, 1967, UTEP quarterback Brooks Dawson opened the game against New Mexico with six touchdown passes on his first six throws of the game in a 75-12 defeat of the Lobos. Hullabaloo 2, the incomparable Brooks Dawson Part 2. On October 26, 1968, the same quarterback, Brooks Dawson, threw for 304 yards in the final 10 minutes, 21 seconds of the fourth quarter in a 31-25 defeat of BYU. Hullabaloo 3, as we mentioned in 1917, the Miners had a one-game season, and they tied El Paso High School 0-0. Now, if you think about it, they played an entire season where no team, them, their opponent, no team scored. Mascot, Peter Pete. In 1919, the students voted and a borough was the school's first mascot. In 1962, an engineering student, Marshall Meach, sketched a minor in a hard hat. In 1974, he was named Peter Pete. And in 1999, Peter Pete morphed into a minor or prospector holding a pickaxe. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.